Hello everyone, we're back. It's another True Potential Do More With Your Money podcast and this week we're talking about investing in your family. It's episode 178. Some people, Jamie, can't believe we've made it that far, but I know you can. I can. I can believe it. Because you've been here for most of them. I have. Uh, As we're talking about investing in your family, we have assembled some of the key members and the familiar faces from the True Potential family for you. Uh, We're joined, as I say, by Jamie this week. Also, Steve is in the studio and Hayley's back again. Hello to all of you. It's the end of... uh, well, it depends, I suppose, what school system your kids are in. But uh, like mine, it's the first week of the summer holidays for me. Mm. I'm already knackered. <laughs> How are we supposed to get through six weeks of this? I don't know, Peter. I don't have the school holidays quite yet, so I'm, uh, I have the joys of nursery. It's fun for about a day. And then you think, how many clubs can I get these into over the next six weeks? Because I'm knackered. What do you do, Steve? It's great. The roads are quieter. It has my some kids sides. are long past. I'm a granddad now, by the way, so my kids are well past, mm-hmm. you know, that, that age yeah. I used to enjoy them Ash. you should enjoy your children spend time with them have fun all this pessimism they're a burden they're not a burden yeah. they're a joy yeah. spoken like a true granddad exactly <laughs> <laughs> no you're right it is fun <clears throat> for a day um, but Haley, you've got to, well, I mean we'll talk about some of the, the ways that you can in fact invest for your family and, and what are some of the right things to sort of be thinking about perhaps uh, as you look ahead but uh, just on the point about summer holidays in the next sort of six weeks or so with, with children being off school I mean there are some genuine financial considerations aren't there for families uh, up and down the country watching this podcast what are some of the sort of typical considerations Haley, that you're thinking of or that others might be thinking of right now I think, well, first of all, the weather is absolutely horrendous here at the minute. So it's soft plays, indoor activities, yeah. all which cost. And then when you go, obviously the kids want pop and they want biscuits and dinners and all that. Yeah. So it's like taking all of that into consideration. Yeah. If it was sunny and go to a park, there's no cost for that apart from an ice cream. So just things like that, I think you've got to take it into yeah. consideration. Yeah, That's right. And childcare as well. I mean, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're working like we yeah. all are, it's, uh, it, gets, it, it racks up quite quickly, doesn't it? The cost of... Uh, of a long summer holiday. I mean, what, what, are, what's, what are the current rates of childcare? So my two are both in a private nursery and yeah. that's £62 a day each. Wow. So it's a nice wow. nice bill at the end of the month that's <laughs> going to be coming. And the challenge, Steve, will be genuinely for lots of people will be how do you, if you've got into the good habit throughout the year of saving, putting some money aside at the end of the month, that really bites over the holidays, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it's it's tricky isn't it? and listen to you people talk about uh, nursery costs. Gosh, that is so... Mm-hmm. I mean, we... We had a nanny and we took our kids and had nurseries and it was it seemed a fortune then, but crikey, it mm. seems to have gone. It is a challenge, I think. And, you know, it's the, the pressure as well. You feel like you've got to give them a holiday. Yeah. And I know the cost of living crisis is, is developing a little bit. Um, it, it, we've got to kind of get people to accept the savings habits and don't let temporary mm. kind of distractions mm. like school holiday or having to take your kids on holiday. I know it must be awful to be in that position where you've got to make a choice, to be honest. And yeah, it's tough times, I think. Well, I think in the past, in the past few years, people would have perhaps thought, well, we'll have a staycation this year and stay in the UK, but but then the cost of everything's going to be here as well. So there's no easy way to do it, is there, Jamie? No, there's not. I think it's it's interesting because we did the staycations during the COVID period and you you go to places like centre parks, etc. And it's just as expensive as going abroad. I think that might be even more expensive. Sometimes it costs more money to stay here, go to a resort here than it does to go abroad. I mean, we're sort of, you know, joking along a bit, but it is a serious issue and this will put huge pressure on on people's savings plans and uh, we do talk a lot as I say on the podcast don't we around just setting a plan and having a goal mm. I think the point you make Steve is dead right which is think long term and don't let little bumps in the road if you can mm. um, well you know stop we've you. mentioned it on many podcasts but if you can set up a direct debit for example mm. and you get into the habit of saving it, it, it sounds like I'm pontificating and mm. I don't mean to in any manner because I'm at a different stage of life to you, to you all but 
if you could set something that's regular and so you don't really notice it as much yeah. going out, um, you're not as distracted by dipping into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's the, that's the idea. You've got to... Yeah, it, it can't be easy, but uh, it you've is. got to get into the right habits. I think it is. It's getting regular habits. I think yeah. it's when it, when it comes to you know planning. You know, when you're looking at holidays and other things, um, and I'm not as anal as this, but my, my sister actually has pots of pots of money across some bank accounts where she'll have a holiday money here. Mm-hmm. This goes into my savings, etc. Yeah, she has to physically have different bank accounts to to really sort of mm-hmm. do that. That's not something I do. I kind of. I do budget in certain ways, but it's actually quite a nice way of organising mm-hmm. where things are. And you, if you just treat your, your regular savings product like your ISA or your pension, etc., is that another pot to save into? It can be really useful just to help you. Yeah. It, it, it sometimes can be difficult just putting mm-hmm. your, your money into your bank account and then going, I know I've got this much to spend and this is what goes on bills, etc. But yeah. if you want to try and segregate it out, it's actually quite a... Well, people do a similar thing. Like with, you know, the, the classic one is that with Christmas, I'll put money yeah. aside yeah. for Christmas. And, and maybe we've just got to... Um, people might already be doing it, like, mm-hmm. like your sister you mentioned, but... Putting money aside for, you know, Christmas, and then also the summer holiday yeah. period—not just the going away bit of it, but then the, the childcare and looking oh, at, yeah. at the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that's one thing people should or might want to mm-hmm. think about doing. We'll come on shortly to talk about some of the ways as a as a an adult you can perhaps save and invest for your children mm-hmm. from when they're older. Because there's some really mm-hmm. interesting ideas around mm-hmm. some some tax efficient ways you can do that, which we'll talk about in a sec. But just from a, from a sort of parent's point of view. What are some of the tactics or some of the sort of things that you can do? We talked about a couple there, you know, separate bank accounts. But are there other, are there other simple things like just budgeting or, or, or tips? I mean, with your kind of advisor hat on, what would you say to a to a family? Well, it, it depends because if it depends on control, um, and it's quite important actually to say this because there's, there's certain types of products where you can you know put them in your uh, children's names, such as uh, junior ices mm. or, or even you know uh, children's pensions. But effectively, it is actually their product, and when the time by the time they turn eighteen, for for a junior ISA as an example, it will be their ISA, and they can control that money, etc. So, uh, I personally, it's probably working from speaking from my perspective in terms of how I save for, for my kids. Um, I've got a, a pot of money which I'm saving for for school fees, which is not something everyone may wish to do in terms of, of private education. I've got a pot of money that is actually in a two junior ISAs for my two children. I put a certain amount of money in there. And the idea from that is, is that I would hope by the time they turn 18, that might be a deposit on a flat or, or whatever. But mm-hmm. what, you know, I only put, you know, from, from both of them at this minute time, I put 50 pounds a month in, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can, you can scale that. But actually when you look at the technology in the system, that could be a sizable amount yeah. for those two when they're older. Um, but that will be their money. So mm-hmm. I, I made that conscious decision knowing I'm, I'm happy that they can control it. Mm-hmm. But I also have other savings where I think, yeah. actually, I want to control. They, they probably will get that at some point. Um, the children's pension is quite an interesting one. Um, it can be used, especially if you're, you know, maybe gifting money from from grandchildren, ex- mm-hmm. from grandparents, etc. Steve might be something to consider. Um, you sound just like your sister now, Jim. I know. Pots everywhere. I, know. I say I don't do that, but I tell you I probably yeah, do, okay. but... Uh, no, it's not. It's not something that people don't realise is actually you can set up a, a pension for your, for your children. It's and it's a great way of you know really getting another sort of tax efficient product yeah. to save into. Yeah. Um, you find as well if if you're looking at sort of your later life and you're looking on your your planning when it comes to um, sort of inheritance tax or etc. It's also a good product to consider, isn't yeah. it? Well, what are the rules? I mean, we'll, we'll talk about this stuff now. Then, what are the rules around? A pension. I mean, the idea of setting up a pension for your child. I suspect that's not something most people are necessarily aware of. They'll have heard of junior ISAs or setting up something at the bank, perhaps. Yeah. But a pension's a 
um, you know, perhaps there's a new concept for a lot of people to do that for your children when they're really, really young. But what are the rules around that? Same same rules if you set up your own pension? Yeah, or? it's pretty much identical rules on that. There's limits in terms of mm-hmm. uh, of what you can do, and it's worth just considering speaking to your advisor just so you get those mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty much identical from that perspective. Mm-hmm. And yes, there is rules around you can't access it until you're a certain age. Yeah, which is similar to a junior ISA in some yeah. respects. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just worth considering. It's just worth considering as that product if you look into to gift money away from your estate and you're thinking, well, actually, what's the, the most effective way I can do this? It's a product to consider. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's two ways. If I wanted to give some money to Steve, as if you, if you were my dad, Steve, I could give you, or vice versa, sorry. Um, if you want to gift money to me, it could be, I don't know. There's, um, there's any amount of jokes we could do there, but we're not could, going to. No, we could. not, wouldn't be fair. But <laughs> Would it, Steve? It could be that actually <laughs> Steve wants to give me some money as, as, as his son, but actually sure doesn't want us to access it straight away. Yeah. And I think, you know, he wants it to control family. So I think it's... Do you want we, to give Jamie some money? Well, I haven't told him yet. He's my son. But, <laughs> yeah. So I need to keep him talking for a little bit longer. Yeah, no, I was going to say. Allow these two gentlemen to carry on recording a podcast themselves. I think, I think <laughs> that's a really valid point because, you know, kids for you are really, they're young, so they're yeah. a different yeah. focus. Mine are older and I'm a lot older. Mm. And, you know, people should be aware that inheritance tax is not only for the wealthy anymore. Yeah. The housing boom, the prices have all gone up you may be having an inheritance tax problem you're unaware of. So you need to talk to your advisor about it. But a pension, as Jamie says, and for me now with the way they've released the lifetime cap again, the Mm. lifetime allowance, and you can put 60,000 in. I know that seems a lot of money and it is. I appreciate that. But, you know, there are some people. A year. Yeah. You should be looking because that, correct me if I'm wrong, Jamie, that's outside of your estate. Correct. So, you know, you don't have to worry about any inheritance tax on any pension pot. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, But equally, if you've got a house you should be thinking, if I want to pass that money down to my children and my grandchildren, you should be taking advice and thinking about, right, okay, mm-hmm. let's start the plan now. Because between husband and wife, it's not an issue. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, when you're both gone, you have the issue. It's the two phases of life I always talk around in these podcasts, which is there's, there's two positions that you're in. You're either saving for your retirement or you're in retirement. And then you're thinking about how much income I need, how do I live for the until I die, and then what, what where do I want my money to go to? And this is where you've got to, it's really good in terms of having proper financial planning on understanding what that looks like. Um, you know, for someone like ourselves, where saving regular and, and achieving goals for retirement, that's that's what my goal is at this minute in time. I've got goals for my children, goals for my, myself personally. But then there'll be uh, people who are outside of, um, sorry, in retirement now, which is I want a sustainable income yeah. and I actually want to ensure that my family get the majority of my wealth. And there's these, you know, everyone has different circumstances. That's why I, I'm a big advocate of, of financial planning, you know, speaking to an advisor, looking at the range of products that's available for you and what best fits you, um, you know, because it's, you know, one client, one client might be different to another. Yeah. I think this is really, really key to understand. And don't forget with some of the allowances, and again, you can correct me if I'm wrong, you might be having a period of your life where it's very difficult to save now, yeah. but with some of your pension allowances, you can look back several years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, your kids might go off to full-time yeah. school, might go, you know, become financially independent. You could then look back and pick up some of that slack as you, as you move on. So, yeah. you know, don't, with the pension allowance, you do all, you need to use all your allowances before you lose them. But there's a bit of latitude in a pension allowance that you can use as you get a bit older as well. And, and consider that, especially with pensions, and I always say it's always worth speaking to your employer, you know, everyone in the UK will will have an order enrollment pension. Um, you'll find you have to contribute a certain level. Your employer will contribute a certain level to you. Um, you may have opted out of that in yeah. a few years ago, which you can do, and you know, forgot it even existed. Mm. Worth, cons- you know, that's that's it's contributions going in from your employer. It's yeah. worth doing, but a lot of employers do do matching as well, where they'll match whatever you put in. Mm-hmm. So you know, 
Greg uses this phrase quite a lot of the podcast, but it is effectively free money from your employer. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's worth just considering you know, all your options, but your advisor will be able to help you with that. And it, and it is, you know, you deal with it all the time and things like inheritance tax and the rules around it, but most people don't. They don't come into contact with this as regular as mm-hmm. you do. So that point about speaking to your advisor and just making sure you're on the right track and what are the... The rules it's, and the opportunities around them, like you said, Steve, is really important. They'll, they'll give you advice about, you know, we, we need to mention primarily you need to make a will as well, get that sorted yeah. out, basic things. Mm. But tax reliefs as well. Um, mm. There's a lot of surveys now saying how inadvertently a lot of people have slipped into a higher rate of tax now. Mm. It's not really, you know, the, the allowances haven't really evolved. You could be in a higher rate of tax, which helps you with your tax relief on your pension. Mm. So you should know about it. And, you know, Free money from your mm. employer. This is better. It's free money from the government. Yeah. So you should use it. It really is a gift. I appreciate if you're not in a position at the minute, it's difficult to perceive it, but don't despair. And, you know, financial budgeting seems really onerous. Mm. Using our technology absolutely isn't. Mm. You know, it, once you've set it up and you're on with it, it really takes care of itself. It's on your app. Mm. It, it's brilliant. You can you can yeah. take care of it without even knowing you're doing so. Yeah. And, and Haley, just going back to where we kind of started the conversation at the beginning of the, of the podcast, Bring it back to the here and now. It could be tempting. Could be tempting for some people right now to think, well, do you know what? Retirement for me might be a long way off. So you know, I'm going to maybe sacrifice some of my savings right now. I'll maybe put a bit less in. You know, in, in, and for some people that might be just the, t- the tough decision they've got to make. But you, the, there's a long term consequence of that. There's a growth that you could miss out on. Yeah. So you've got to be really careful about making short term decisions. Uh, you know that could what? affect your long-term and your family's long-term yeah, future. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I probably about five years ago, if you were to have this conversation with us, would have been that person mm. to just say, I'll just not save for the next couple of months mm. because things are a bit tight or what yeah. have you. Um, but by using the tools on the app and being a little bit more knowledgeable with things mm. now, mm. seeing what I could potentially miss out on even mm. over a two or three month period, which yeah. you don't think is a long time, mm-hmm. is massive. So mm. it's sort of making a little few cutbacks here and there. Still enjoying yourself and still mm-hmm. making the most of the six weeks, let's say, <laughs> but without having a financial impact later on. Yeah. I think that's really important, Peter. I think it's something, you know, saving's a great thing mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the long-term future, but you still have to live. Yeah. You still have yeah. to live to the day. Um, yeah. it's, it's quite important that you, you do the things you want to do, but also you, you do the things you want to do in later life. Mm-hmm. And the earlier, you know, especially for, for all ranges of people, I would say there's ne- it's never too late to start. Um, Earlier you do the better because it's just totally. natural fun combined. What we should mention is, and grandparents can make some investments yeah. for their children, for their grandchildren as well. I'm yeah. not aware of them. I'm not going to give my grandchildren any money. But. Well, you can, yeah, you can put them in junior ISAs and pension right. contributions. So if you wanted to, right. you know, consider, you know, saving for your grandchildren, which happens quite often mm-hmm. across our platform, you could do that as well. Yeah. So as long as I sound like when you say you are, I feel like you are talking to Steve here. Well, if you want to consider doing this, Steve, you should do that. Needs you. Well, I, know, I know. Steve, I obviously know Steve has got grandchildren. So after this session, I'm, I'm going to be talking to him about saving yes. it at junior ice as well. To be honest, even though I work in it, I, and I'm not an advisor by profession. I need I need advice on that. I need mm. to talk to people about how I would make that. Because equally, again, I can imagine it skips the generation, so inheritance tax yeah. becomes less of an mm-hmm. issue. Yeah, I need to do yeah. that. Give certain amounts per year. I think it's, right. it's worth watching the podcast we ran with, with Peter Coward a few weeks ago. If, yeah. if people are rather than going to deal on, on inheritance tax now, but it's it's worth watching that if you if you're considering do I hit that bracket because it's not just the wealthy anymore. You know, we've talked about this yeah. before, especially if you sort of. Um, if you're living further down south, the cost of, of houses actually can really get you into that bracket. How even far know down it. south, Jimmy? Because I live down south, don't I? Well, you're northern, in my opinion, Stephen. Okay. Bradford is Thank northern. Thank you. It's, it's nice of you to say that. Mm. 
Yes, now, it's a good plug for the Peter Carroll podcast, who's our resident yeah. tax expert. There was a lot of uh, a lot of good information on that one. It did quite well that one, Jim. You got quite a lot of views. Were it's, you on that one? I think it was because you and I were on that podcast. Oh, that's right, yeah, that Peter. Right, yeah. But yeah, just remember that bonus time of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, just, uh, I mean, are you getting many calls at the minute, Haley? Are people ringing into the office about about sort of this stuff and sort of budgeting things right now, or what what they might do with their pensions? Nice, is, it, is that a common sort of um, question that you think comes in here? Yeah, I wouldn't say there's like a peak. I think it's just a steady. Yeah. kind of flow of communication each month that yeah. comes through so we welcome new clients on board mm-hmm. kind of every month and mm-hmm. when we do mm-hmm. that we go through full demonstrations of the site mm-hmm. to show them how to look at the budget and tools yeah. and setting up things like rewards and and mm-hmm. kind of setting goals for themselves moving forward um so i would say steady, steady steam of, yeah. of people coming yeah, through coming in. Yeah. actually i mean it's a really good point because you know a lot of clients who, who perhaps you and your team will deal with are people who've come from from say other firms for example where they might not have had access to that kind yeah. of technology Absolutely. or those kind of services yeah does it take a lot of them by surprise when they realize that within the app they can do a lot of this yeah. budgeting and see, see how takes, things yeah it does. i think it takes them back a bit i think not even just the budget and tool i think everything yeah. else that we've got in addition to that mm-hmm. It's a, a nice surprise for clients. So yeah. I mentioned before, like the rewards. It, again, it's free money that's yeah. going into yeah. your into your savings. Well, and well we should mention that because if people are over the holidays, especially you know buying more yeah. things because the kids are off and you've got to entertain them and you're buying you know just well whatever it is going going out take for dinners or restaurants or whatever. Mm-hmm. There might be things you can do within yeah. the app. Things you were going to be buying anyway, where you can get a bit of a kickback into your pension or your ISA, yeah. just for doing it through the app. Yeah, well, there's yeah. H- there's hundreds and hundreds of merchants on there, mm. and like uh, Booking.com had a, a one on a couple of weeks ago. It was like fifteen percent of your of the payment was actually going back in, which yeah. was like there's sometimes put them higher or lower, just depend on what deals that they've got on as a company. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like just eat one of the most popular ones, ten percent. Like everyone buys a takeaway, yeah. so. If money goes through some more than others eh Jamie <laughs> actually it's funny I just did that before you did that joke well, I made it, to be honest <laughs> I get I was, that one every time Steve I was laughing at this I was going through my obviously I check all this technology quite often things I have to use it and, and, and talk about the clients and I was going through my reward section and I, so now what I've, obviously I don't I don't typically count how often I have a takeaway but because yeah. your rewards is on Come there in. you can start to count every time you've had a takeaway yeah um, yeah, I think I always wondered why the Chinese takeaway and use by name but now I know um, <laughs> But it's it's it's. I think it's what you, what you find with these things. It's you know the the idea for the rewards uh, feature. Peter, we know people can get cash back from mm-hmm. from other resources, etc. But actually, this is just another way to say it. this is just another yeah. way to add more money into your retirement. You know, we talk about that type of free money, but it's it's really a, a great way mm-hmm. for us to to work. With, you know, we're working with a mm-hmm. uh, you know working with our clients to say get your takeaway, get one percent, and it might only be pennies because into your pension. Mm-hmm. Totally, you know, you were going to buy that anyway, so so why not? And an easy win. It yeah. is an easy way. See, I'm a bit old school, Jimmy. I, I don't use the app to tell me how many times I've had a takeaway. I use my belt. Ah, right, okay, yeah. fair enough. When you're on your website, you'll have your products. Go in, make sure you've got yourself a goal set. Your advisor's potentially done that with you. If they haven't, you should have a goal set with that plan. Where, what do you want to achieve? Whether it's, I want this much in retirement or I just want to get a certain value by a certain date. Make sure you set that because it's actually really important from understanding. You can name your goal. Mm-hmm. I've actually personalised my investment name, so... The, the ISA is called something specific around university fees or whatever, but actually that kind of helps me sort of personalise it. Um, I thought you meant you'd give them like a name, like a, like a human name. No, no. Like, I've called me ISA no, Dave or something. Or, like retirement and things. You know, pension's well, called Chris. Maybe it's Peter. <laughs> um, but they would be my two top tips because it really just helps you kind of get organised in yourself to say, actually, this is what I need to do mm. for these areas. It's like the realisation is that it's actually for something rather than just mm. being a pot of money. Yes. For me, again being slightly older you talk about the app etc mm-hmm. it really is easy mm-hmm. so have a play around with it but equally 
people like Haley at the end of a phone. If you need help learning how mm. to use your app, give us a ring. We'll talk you through it. Yeah. Because once you get into it, it becomes more intuitive. Yeah. But if you're a bit frightened of using it or you're a bit frightened of taking fact, nobody likes to talk about their financial financial health, really. Certainly in my generation, mm. it's, it's a yeah. quite a private thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to get over it. And, you know, and if you want to do it by looking through our app, yeah. get some instruction on it, off we go. Yeah. If not, if you just want to talk to an advisor, don't be afraid to ring in. It's worth getting over that kind of anxiety to deal with it. And I've yeah. seen you, I've seen you Haley, do um, like a video call. So when yeah. people are ringing in, yeah. there's nothing worse than being on the end of a call centre when they're going, can you see a button that's like, you know, yeah. got a, yeah. and going, I, can't, I can't see it. If I could see it, I wouldn't be ringing you. Yeah. But like you, I've seen where you can like share a screen, you can like see their screen and yeah, you can yeah. say, look, it's that, I'm just hovering over, it's that button there. Yeah. It's really helpful. I mean, it really is. So if yeah. people are a bit stuck with what yeah. to do and how they should do it, yeah. you can do that video call and it makes life so much easier. Yeah. So we've got like the cursor and they can see where we're highlighting different areas. Yeah. It's like a cool browse feature, which is quite yeah. nice. So Excellent. It okay. follows you through as well, which Brilliant. is quite good. Yeah. I just want to get some some really. I mean, you've you've, you've done a couple there, Jamie. Partly because you've read my script and you're used to hosting, so you keep nicking like me sorry, next question. Sorry, um, but no, you're doing very well. It's great. Um, I just want to get some practical tips then. Someone watching the podcast right now, give me give me your sort of favourite practical tip, either for for right now. So what would be a great thing that people could do today? Maybe their finances are a bit of a you know wages come in, loads of money goes out, wages come in, money. It's not particularly organised. What what are things that people could do right now just to you know get a bit more organised over the summer holidays and perhaps beyond, just to start thinking a bit more long-term. What would be the your sort of top number one starting point tip, Jamie? Well, I think it's understanding what your disposable income is. I think it's, that, that would be the first area and actually how much can you afford because sometimes, especially when you see some of the goal, the goal set in technology, you go, this is how much I need to put in a month to, to hit my goal and you go, wow, that's nowhere near what I can afford but actually how much can you afford to put away? Mm-hmm. And if that at this point in time over this over the summer holidays is evil, that's fair enough, re-examine it again in September. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think that's that's quite an important area but even if you feel actually, I don't know, from month to month, I'm not quite sure if I can afford to, to put that much away, um, then use the impulse save feature and, and do, you know, mm-hmm. wait, look at the end of the month, what have you got left? And then pop it in. Yeah. They would be the, the sort of two things so I would suggest. Like set a financial, set a bit of a plan for yourself, yeah, set a set, bit of a budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a different different topic almost for me. Yeah. I've got three kids, they're older, all boys, all boys, which is different as well. And it's a financial education bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of them are really, really stringent on it and they're really good ones, more or less fair. Um, and one likes really expensive things, but it's, I wish I'd done a little, bizarrely from a man in my position to, I wish I'd done a little bit more early on the financial education, just get them into the habit of saving and, and getting, because mine are in the thirties now, you know, and I think definitely two of them started, but one of them hasn't. And you think you need to get on with your saving. Yeah. How do you approach that conversation? Cause that's an interesting one for us. Yeah. I, I was young kids. So I've never, you know, I, I will have to get at that point at some time. In my experience, they've come to me later in, you know, in the twenties. Yeah. Because even going through uni, mm. you're kind of still looking after their finances, to be honest. Yeah. They've got the spends, as it were, but you're kind of still there. So when does that stop? I'm going to write that one down. Well, that, I don't know when it stops, Jimmy, to be honest. <laughs> um, but no, they, they they came to me sort of in the yeah. 20s and said, you know, should I do this? Or we want to get a, we got a deposit mm. on a house. I, for me, I think it's earlier. It's in your teens, you should. Yeah. You're quite smart at 15. You're certainly tech savvy. It, it, our app, again, would be really good to show mm. them. Say, look, this is an app I use. Mm get them on it mm-hmm. and you know let's get good and because it, it yeah they're really intuitive on that kind of stuff and i see some of the money they waste and it drives me mad so i wish i just educated mm-hmm. them a little bit earlier good, good point, rather than letting them come to me let's just have a chat about it well I'll give when you, you a- do the birds and the bees jimmy so what i don't know what they're doing in newcastle maybe 23 but <laughs> new yorkshire it's slightly earlier so do you, want, do you want to do a job I, there? I, 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 definitely, I definitely don't. I don't know how to answer it. <laughs> right. Well, I'll give a plug instead um, for 
financial education is something we really care deeply about at TP. We've got you know more than ten years worth of actively you know trying to educate people through our partnerships with the Open University. There's a whole suite of courses that people can access for free online and do right now, straight after this podcast. All you've got to do is Google the Harrison Centre for Social Mobility. If you Google, if you if you come to TP's website, there'll be links on there to it. But that will take you to um, uh, some courses that are on the Harrison Centre website around financial literacy, things like budget, it, it, really simple stuff that we've talked about mm. today. Budgeting, uh, you know, setting a financial plan, really easy, but practical stuff, all free, all done online, and they're there right now. So I would, I would encourage you all to go to uh, Harrison Centre for Social Mobility, and to that, I'll click you through to the, the Open University Partnership, and it's brilliant. So brilliant. thanks for setting me up for that brilliant. one, Steve. That was absolutely very good. Hayley, any practical tip that you'd like to think of uh, to help people get through the next few weeks and months, and perhaps even longer? Yeah, I kind of reiterate what Jamie said there about not if you don't necessarily know how much you're going to be able to foot, like afford each month or each week if you've got like a direct debit set up it's the impulse save you can invest from as little as a pound mm-hmm. so even if it is just 10 to 15 pounds I think we always talk about very large figures and you've got a 20,000 pound ISA allowance mm-hmm. and I think just kind of breaking it down and if you can't afford say 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds at the end of the month whatever it might be pop it straight in mm-hmm. so good. little and often very good mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Yes, very good. Well, I think that's been really useful. Um, some good tips there earlier on around long-term you know, investing for, for later, as you said, Jamie, with pensions and, and junior ISAs and things like that, and some practical, useful tips there um, for the here and now. Thinking back to your own school summer holidays when you were kids, mm-hmm. what's your best memory, Jamie? What can you remember doing back in the day? Back in the day. What oh, can you remember? Come on. So Take I- us back to the... The six-year-old or the ten-year-old Jamie. What did he used to do on the my, summer holidays, my, Jamie? My parents, my dad obviously worked. My, my mother was a um, she's a teaching assistant, so she had the six weeks off of us, which oh. was a bit useful for her. But um, we used to go to the beach every day, oh. like every day, Monday okay. to Friday. That's what we do, used to do. Because right. obviously we're quite lucky to be up here locally. Yeah. So she used to go to the beach every day and I'd wander off and do what young young lads do back in the day. It was good. It was really good, actually. It was um, there was like six weeks of sand and sea and clearly I don't get suntanned as you as you'll know <laughs> Steve so that feels really. cool to have taken you down the beach every day in yeah, the middle of a summer holiday I know it's good honestly you wouldn't get away with that these days would you Seriously. well I look back it's bizarre we used to just leave the house in the morning and not come back yeah. till, till tea time and you think nowadays you want to know where we are no phones mm-hmm. off yeah. usually playing footy in the field or whatever yeah, but it yeah. was it was. Oh, we did play cricket in. You know, we'd have long test matches in the. We had a local field, which was brilliant. Was it ever rained off, Steve? Never rained off. No, no. <laughs> the summers were endless. Never so in York. Never in York. I never remember rain. I remember it rained when we used to go to Hornsey in a caravan every August. Yeah. It just seemed to rain for a fortnight. But then it was just lovely. Summers were long and endlessly sunny. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting a bit nostalgic. Time to stop. Come on, you want to get away with it, Haley? Oh goodness! I, I Favorite think... memories of your. I mean. Youth? It is. You were just like out with, out with your friends. Like I live in a, a little estate, so yeah. like it was like sort of three streets, and all of the kids from each of the streets used to come yeah. down and play. We used to play Kirby with the ball oh, and uh, yeah. rounders, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, it was like literally from the morning you'd be up, and my mum always used to say, "If you come back in that door one more time, you're not going back out." <laughs> so yeah, but no, it's good. Excellent. Oh well. Did you have a childhood, Peter? Or? No, I don't. Um, <laughs> I didn't, Steve. Uh, I just wanted to. I think you were born this year. Another podcast. Uh, I'm still living my childhood <laughs> right on that note uh, let's uh, end it there but thanks very much Haley, Steve and Jamie as well for this week I think it's been really useful I hope that's been useful to you if you do ever you know, want to get in touch with us about any of this stuff you know what to do you can pick up the phone you can send us a message uh, get in touch via the app there are loads of ways to get in touch and we do love to hear from you another thing we love is when you give us a like and a subscribe so if you haven't done that 
make today the day and we would really love that as well whatever you're doing between now and the next podcast enjoy it and we'll see you next time bye for now